Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello once again, and welcome to episode number 130 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Dealing with Dementia. This month, we're going to deal with dementia and to try to get an understanding of what it is and how to deal with it by the grace of God. And so this month, I'm going to interview a friend of mine by the name of Gloria, who has a husband who is dealing with dementia. And through Gloria, I hope that you're going to receive encouragement because I tell you, just being her friend and listening to her as she shares what she's going through and what her husband is going through, I have received encouragement. And I understand all the more how God can give you the grace and the strength to deal with different trials that come into your life. Now, before I allow Gloria to share, I just wanted to share a little bit with you about dementia. And maybe you're trying to find out the difference between dementia and Alzheimer's. Well, let me just read a little bit from an article that I saw. Dementia and Alzheimer's disease are not the same. Dementia is an overall term used to describe symptoms that impact the memory, performance of daily activities, and communication abilities. Now, Alzheimer's disease is the most common type of dementia. Alzheimer's disease gets worse with time and affects the memory, language, and thought. Now, while younger people can develop dementia or Alzheimer's disease, your risk increases as you age. Still, Neither is considered a normal part of aging, so I don't want you to feel that everyone gets it, okay? All those symptoms of the two conditions may overlap. Distinguishing them is important for management and treatment. Now, let's talk about dementia. Dementia is a syndrome, not a disease. A syndrome is a group of symptoms that doesn't have a definite diagnosis. Dementia is a group of symptoms that affects mental cognitive tasks, such as memory and reasoning. Dementia is an umbrella term that Alzheimer's disease can fall under. It can occur due to a variety of conditions, the most common of which is Alzheimer's disease. As dementia progresses, it can have a huge impact on the ability to function independently. It's a major cause of disability for older adults and places an emotional and sometimes financial burden on the families and caretakers. The World Health Organization says that 47.5 
million people around the world are living with dementia. Now, what I want to do is to turn over our podcast to Gloria and allow Gloria to share some of her experience with you. Hi, Gloria. Thank you for being with us this week. So nice being here with you, Paula. I was very sad to learn that my husband had been diagnosed with dementia, which very well, they tell me, can go into Alzheimer's. I first noticed my husband being a little different. He would do things like go through stop signs and say it was okay because no traffic was coming. And that was very perplexing to me since my husband was very, very intelligent. And he knew better than that. He knew that he had to stop at a stop sign, whether cars were coming or not. And when I would talk to him about it, he would just kind of be avoiding the subject, like, well, we didn't get hurt, did we? But the funny thing about it, when dementia first starts, you really don't notice too many things that are different because they're a master of cover-up. My husband would do things, and I would ask him why he did it, and he would always have an excuse. And I didn't really realize how bad it was until we went to his primary doctor, and he was talking to his primary doctor about going on vacation. And the doctor was saying, well, that's very uh, nice. When are you going? And he said, tomorrow. And the doctor, when I came in to talk to the doctor, he said, oh, I understand you're going on vacation tomorrow. And I said, no. And he said, no. You're not? And I said, no, we're not going on vacation. This was in January. I said, we're not going on vacation until August. He said, oh. He said, your husband told me. we were." I said, I know there's some things very different about him. So then he went in and I guess asked the typical questions, trying to determine where my husband was in uh, this stage of dementia. And my husband at that point answered most of the questions okay. We would see the doctor, primary doctor, every three months. And when we went back, I was saddened to find out that my husband was rapidly deteriorating. He didn't know his phone number. He didn't know his home address. We would go to BJ's frequently. He didn't know where BJ's was. He heard a giant, but he wasn't sure whether it was a grocery store or whether it was a clothing store. And it was very frightening to me. But the thing that frightened me the most was when we received a late notice for one of our bills in the mail. And my husband and I never paid a bill late. So I opened it and it said $35, I think, for a late fee. So I called them and I said, it must be a mistake. I know this bill has been paid and it hadn't been paid. So that's when I realized that I had to watch him closely. It came to the point where I had to take all of the mail. I had to make sure that all of the bills were paid. I had to watch for things like the things that you needed for taxes that came in because he would get the mail, but he would hoard it. He wouldn't give it to me. He would say it had his name on it, and it was for him. And I tried to explain to him how it would cause us a lot of problems. But the blessing with my husband was, he was eat, once you kept talking to him, and I would tell him, I says, cause me a lot of problems if you don't do this. And he would say things like, well, I don't want to cause you problems. And I would say, then you have to give me the mail. And he said, will you give it back to me? <laughs> and I would say, some of it I will and some of it I won't. 
as you know, you never knew what was going to happen with him on any daily basis. Some days he would get up, he'd be very lucid, he could hold a good conversation. And the next day you would tell he would say, I never had that conversation with you. So that was kind of scary. But, you know, God has been good because, as I said, my husband is not mean-spirited. He has never been mean, and he is not mean to this very day, although the dementia has progressed, really progressed. He now does not, and, and I'm saying this not to discourage you, but to encourage you, because my husband cannot dress himself. I, what I find out is that you don't get angry with them, you would say. I would say to my husband, you have your clothes on backwards today. And he would say, do I? And I said, yeah, you have to turn them around and put them on correctly. You don't want to sit around with your clothes on backwards. And he would say, oh, well, I'm home. It's okay. But I wanted him to understand that even though he didn't know what was going on, it was important that he dr was dressed properly. So he would give in and let me help him change his clothes. And then he would tell me things like, you know, I don't need any help. You're treating me like a little baby. And I would say, well, I don't mean to treat you like a little baby. I'm just trying to help you. You do have a problem. Well, that was the wrong thing to say. You don't tell them that they have a problem. You just say, you know, I see that you're not doing things the way you used to. And you need a little help. Do you mind if I help you? And I found out that my husband would, would better receive that than my telling him that he had a problem. He got so that he would cover up. And I mean, when I say cover up, he would do things. And I would say, "Hun, why did you do that? And he would say, because this needed to be done or that needed to be done. And I would say, no, everything is fine. You don't have to do that. And he would say, well, why? And I would say, because he said, I always did it. And I would say, and this is very important, say to them, yes, and you did it very, very well. You, you did it so well, but now I need to help you. And I found out that he was more receptive to that. He would say, okay, okay, I can help you. The one thing that, and I think is very funny, he always kept our outside meticulous. He loved to cut the grass. He loved to trim the hedges and whatever. Well, one day he got the tractor and he went out to the front part of the house and he got one spot and he kept going around and around and around and around. And I kept calling, of course, the motor on the, <laughs> the tractor. He couldn't. And I said, hun, hun, stop, stop. So he finally stopped. And I said, why are you going around in a circle like that? He said, well, he says, you know, some of the grass grows higher than others in certain places. So that's why I had to do it. I said, hun, would you do me a favor? And just get off. I said, you know what? The neighbors will think aliens live here if you keep doing that. And he <laughs> he thought that was funny. He says, well, I'm not an alien. I said, neither am I. But guess what? We can't <laughs> prove it by looking at the grass. And he would just laugh. And that, what I, why I say it's a blessing that he does not get angry when I try. He gets stubborn sometimes. And when he decides he's not going to do something, he just doesn't do it. We can't get discouraged or cry. But I'll tell you, when I found out that my husband had this condition or disease, they say it's not a disease, a condition, I cried a lot. But then I realized, you know what, Gloria, you're blessed. Your husband is in good health, except for that memory. God has kept you healthy. 
you're in good health, you need to stay focused on the Lord and ask the Lord to help you, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. And this scripture came to mind, Psalm 32, 8. I will teach you instruction the way to go. I will guide you with my eyes. And I just said, Holy Spirit, I need that guidance. I want that guidance. So I will hear and I will listen. And many people start giving me advice as to what to do with my husband. That's the wrong thing to do. Don't listen to people's advice. Get on your knees and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you as to where to go. And I would pray at night and tell the Holy Spirit what was going on with my husband and ask him to give me guidance on it. And I want to tell you, the Lord, and it was only the Lord, sometimes I'd be asleep and wake up in the middle of the night and uh, it was the Lord, the Holy Spirit, this thing needs to be taken care of. And I would get up and look, and lo and behold, it needed to be taken care of. So I say the Lord is good. So whatever is happening in your life, the Lord knows it's happening. He knows why it's happening. Sometimes we don't understand why it's happening. And I thank the Lord that he didn't let me get angry with him, but to stay firm, looking up, and always praising. First thing in the morning, get in your word, meditate on your word, Thank the Lord for what you have and don't think about what you don't have and he will bring you through. Each day is a blessing and has been a blessing and continues to be a blessing. And I pray that I'm a blessing to my husband. Thank you, Gloria. We appreciate your sharing. It's such a blessing to hear from you. Now, tune in again next week because Gloria is going to share again. And we just want you to be encouraged. We are going to share some funny stories, not to degrade or to make fun of, but just to uh, uplift and give you hope and help you to know that even though some things may look dark, there is laughter Mm -hmm. that you can find and light in the midst of the darkness. Mm -hmm. So tune in again next week. And in the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.